0: Genesis chapter 3 is one of the most famous scenes throughout the entire Bible that takes place in the Garden of Eden and focuses primarily on a conversation exchanged between Eve and the serpent. Now from this passage, we understand the fall of mankind, the consequences of sin and death, but I want to take a much closer look beyond the story of the fall and look into one of the most hidden treasures throughout all of scripture concerning Eve. In Genesis chapter 3, starting in verse 1, the Bible, the Word of God reads, Now the serpent was craftier than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Now in other words, the Bible is telling us that the serpent is the greatest con artist and the greatest thief of all of creation. So the question is, what did the serpent steal and why did he steal it? What was his motive? Now, in the united states in the court of law the prosecutor must not only show evidence against the thief but the prosecutor must also prove the motive the why now if you have the evidence and you can prove the motive then you have the case evidence can include fingerprints eyewitness statements testimony camera footage and the item stolen now in the case of the serpent the evidence is in every single life ever born into this world every single one of us according to the bible have sinned have fallen short from the glory of god and each and every single one of us can bear testimony to this as the bible says in romans fourteen twelve, also in second corinthians five ten, that every single human being must and will give an account of their life to god the evidence is not only the word of god but the testimony of our very lives But what is the motive, and what was stolen?" Now the serpent said to the woman, Did God really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? I had to reread that verse several times to make sure that I read it correctly. In fact, I checked every single translation, and in every single translation, every one of them, rather in the original Hebrew, the NIV, NLV, King James Version, even the message, translation all state in verse 1 that the serpent is acknowledging god the serpent uses the hebrew word elohim which means supreme or mighty and it's the same word used to demonstrate god as the creator during the creation week and yet this is the only time throughout all of scripture you will ever find the serpent actually acknowledging god in his own free accord because we know that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess and in revelation chapter 20 he is called the dragon the ancient serpent who is the devil and in revelation chapter 12 we see this theme of the dragon who is the serpent waging war against god and against the woman and the woman said to the serpent We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in that day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The serpent acknowledges God three times. But you'll notice one crucial aspect that's missing. Although the serpent acknowledges the name of God, he doesn't acknowledge Eve by her name, the name in which Adam gave to her. In fact, Eve's name didn't even exist yet. You know that feeling? Perhaps you're in a place in your life right now where it seems like no one even cares or knows your name. Now this is significant, this is very important. You may not feel like you need to be acknowledged, but if the Lord God of creation of heaven and earth has acknowledged you by name, as he knows every single name of every single star in the sky, don't you think that it should matter? It does. It matters. It's important. It's significant because you're important and you are significant. But yet in Daniel chapter 9 and in Revelation, the serpent ensures that that not only everyone knows his name but forces everyone rather great or small all nationalities all people groups all tribes every person on the face of the earth during the seven year tribulation period to receive the mark of his name on their heads and on their foreheads so much so that anyone who denies it or refuses is put to death immediately so yes names are significant they are important they matter They're not just significant to you, they're not just significant to the world, but they are also significant to God. Otherwise, why would God even pick a name for Himself? The name above all names, Jesus, which means Savior. Now here's where it gets interesting. Now turn back to chapter two of Genesis, starting in verse 18. The Lord God said, "'It is not good that man should be alone. "'I will make him a helper comparable to him, Now other translations use the word suitable, which means a perfect fit. Now out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whenever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable or suitable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman and he brought her to the man see the Bible tells us right there in verse 19 of Genesis chapter 2 that all the beasts of the field the birds all of them were all made from the ground but yet Eve the woman Is the only creature on the earth that was not made from the ground like everything else was. You see, you are different than everything that walks this entire planet. You are even different from any man on the face of the earth. Everything was made from the earth and from the ground, but you, Eve, woman, you are significant. Your purpose is significant. Your creation is significant. Your being is significant. You, being so significantly different, the Lord didn't make you like everything else. He didn't take you from the ground. You're much more than that. You're much more than dirt. You're more than mud. You're more than sand. You Eve woman. You were created from life, from Adam, from his rib. Then Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. The name Adam means earth, since Adam was taken and created from the earth. But you'll notice that although Adam has named this new creation woman, yet he doesn't give his wife an intimate name until after the events of the fall occur. It isn't until after chapter 2 and chapter 3 verse 20 where Eve actually receives her name. After she was deceived. After she ate the fruit from the tree that God said not to eat from. After she misled her husband into eating the fruit as well. Because of this, they were cursed by God and kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And after they were kicked out, after they sinned, after they were banished and removed. That's when Adam names his wife. Now Adam could have named her anything. Think about it all the names throughout the entire Bible that we know of. One of the greatest examples is considered the name of Jabez in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. All these names are being listed in chronological order until the Bible stops to briefly tell the story about a man named Jabez summarized in just two short verses. Now the name Jabez means sorrow. It was named due to a painful pregnancy. And that name gave him a reputation, being known for pain and sorrow and grief. Well, Jabez was not defined by his mother's sorrow, but rather the Bible says in verse 9 that he was an honorable man, and the Lord granted his prayer request. So Adam could have named his wife anything. He could have been resentful towards her. He could have named her something dishonorable, something foolish or regretful. Now listen to the curse God pronounces over Adam. The very the last thing that Adam heard before he names his wife. In verses 17 through 19. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you. And you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken... From dust you are, and for dust you will return. The man, men, we are just dust in God's eyes, according to in this passage. From dust we came, and dust we shall return. But yet woman was not taken from the ground. And thank God, truly, thank God that he made her, he made women much more significantly different than how he made man. So Adam chooses to name his wife something greater than her past, greater than her deeds, greater than her faults. Adam names her something even more significant than his very own name. So Adam names his wife Eve. Now the name Eve, her name means living. Eve, because she would become the mother of all living. So therefore the name Eve means living. Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. Check it out. It's literally the verse right after God curses them and removes them from the garden. In verse 20, which says, Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. A name of honor was given to Eve because Adam loved his wife just as God loved Adam. Ephesians 5 25 through 27. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. The last two words there. The very last word in that verse, blameless. Holy and blameless. The serpent the devil the accuser the thief was there to rob eve of her holiness her virtue her identity and her purpose and her very life to destroy her that's what he wanted to take from eve and even greater what he wanted to take away from adam because it is written for the wages of sin is death the serpent wanted to put her to the death why because she is holy She's made in God's image, not made from the ground or the dust of the earth, but made from a living thing, from Adam. Pure hatred of something that is so beautiful and sacred. The one thing that resembled Adam more than any other creature on the face of the earth. Because without Eve, Adam would be alone again. Now, before sin ever entered the picture, before the fall ever occurred, there was God in chapter 2, verse 18, recognizing. Adam's need for a wife now though God himself is the very essence of life yet God created in Adam a need that could only be met by Eve the Lord God said it is not good for man to be alone I will make a helper suitable for him it wasn't until Eve was created when God blessed mankind both man and woman and he blessed him and he told them to multiply throughout the face of the earth Chapter 1, verses 27 28. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So Adam named his wife Eve, meaning living, and that's the picture that Christ has painted for each and every single one of us. Though that we have sinned, he has washed us from our sin in the blood that he shed on the cross. He made us righteous, he made us holy and blameless before the heavenly Father. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 79:12 and in Proverbs 6:31 that a thief must pay back sevenfold for what was stolen. The number seven is a divine number for holiness for anointing for god set aside the seventh day apart from any other day apart from all the other six days god made it completely different than all the rest he made it holy the lord god made eve separate differently than how adam was made she is holy she is blessed she's anointed and the retribution that the devil has to pay back Over sevenfold is the restitution of Eve through the birth of Christ who has redeemed mankind from the grips of Satan, from the depths in the pits of hell, because it was through a woman, the Virgin Mary, that the Messiah was born. There is a resurrection. There is an everlasting life, an eternal life found in the name of Christ, just as the name of Eve means living. God is not the God of the dead, but he is the God of the living. For the Garden of Eden was our beginning place. But our destination is eternal salvation, living in the image and in the presence of our Lord and our Savior Jesus. You don't have to be afraid anymore. You don't have to hide. You don't have to run. Because God knew it before he ever created you. God destined it before you ever began. He was there before you. He is there with you and He will be there after you. He is your covering. He is your honor. He is your mantle. He took the place of your shame and of your humiliation. He gave you the honor at the seat at the right hand of the Father. He has given you eternal salvation. This is why the Bible calls Him the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. This is why the Bible calls Him the author of our salvation this is why he is called the word who was who is and will always be god always knew it was his divine plan he set it and put things into motion long before they ever began let us make mankind after our very own image now what else did god mean by that if god was not referring to his one and only begotten son jesus For we know that all things work together for the good of those who love Christ Jesus. Those that God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. That word foreknew is not a word concerning Calvinism. It's a word that means that God knew us pretense before we ever came into being. As he told Jeremiah, I knew you before you were ever formed in your mother's womb. We are the bride of Christ. He has not given us a name of shame or dishonor, but instead he gave us his very own name, the name above all other names, the name in which every knee will bow, the name in which every tongue will confess, Jesus is Lord.